Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, fight fans, to the big fight preview for this weekend's fantastic fight between Saul Canelo Alvarez and Dimitri Bivol for the light heavyweight title. Canelo Alvarez jumping up a weight once again to try and capture the WBO title currently held by Dimitri Bivol. What a great fight, Johnson, we've got for this weekend. And it is really the only main fight of the weekend. We've been looking through to see if there was any major fights that we'd completely overlooked. But I can't actually find any major fights this weekend other than this and and this particular card. And just off the bat, before we get into this Canelo Bivol preview. There was one other fight on the card that I was really looking forward to, and that was Zihai Sang versus Philippe Hergovic. But Hergovic has now pulled out. So Zhang's going to be fighting, well, who knows, a TBA at the moment to be announced. So we're not even getting that fight on the card. So really, this is going to be solely focused on Alvarez versus Bivol this coming weekend. What a fight, Johnston. Really excited about it. Boxing superstar Sal Canelo Alvarez looking to make even more history by winning another title at the light heavyweight limit. He's already been a champion once, obviously beating Sergei Kovalev, but now he's actually fighting for the WBA. I mentioned WBO. I got it wrong. It was WBA he's fighting for this time round. But this is an absolutely brilliant fight. And Dimitri Bivol never tasted defeat. What are your initial thoughts on this fight? Um pleased that is that, that Canelo's taking it I was um it was the one fight if he was going to go to the light heavyweight division it was the one fight that we identified ourselves is the fight that, that Canelo would possibly take because of the size of Bivol who's who's not a naturally big light heavyweight I mean he, he easily could have been fought at super middleweight it was you know there's not that much but 
lot of people were sort of saying that Bill was going to be much, much bigger. I don't think he's going to be that much bigger. Um, I know there wasn't a dehydration clause in the contract either, which what he did have with Kovlev. So it shows that Canelo is confident that he can do the job against Bivol. As you say, he's undefeated. Uh, Bivol is a fighter that I've admired. I do believe that he switches off at times. Though. I think he sort of coasts through fights, um, maybe finds it a little bit too easy and switches off. Hopefully, I'm sure he won't do that against Canelo. But he's a legitimate light heavyweight challenger. As I say, he's not naturally the biggest. He's not like a Baterviev who, who if, if Kenneth had fought him, that would have been a huge statement. But that being said, Bivol was the next in line and I'm pleased he's gone with that route. And, and it shows you that self for golf becoming, if not in many years, but a, a, an actual legend, not just of Mexico, but in boxing as a whole. Well, this is what he's already achieving in the sport. He's always he's been our pound for pound number one for about two years on the trot now because he's so active in the ring and he's fighting all challenges. You know, he's not like he's just fighting anybody. You know, he's had one fight in two years where you can honestly say, really, he didn't need to take it, and that was the Yildirim fight. Every other fight he's been involved in, he's fought Billy Joe Saunders, he's fought Callum Smith, Caleb Plant, he's beaten all three of them. They were the other three best challengers in the division at that time. You can talk about the Benavidez fight. Is he avoiding Benavidez? I, I personally don't think so. I think he's just looking for the big fights, the fights that are going to keep this legacy rolling. And he says he's going to be in the ring till he's about 36, 37. So he's got another five, six years left. If he could maintain peak performance for another five years at least, he's going to be boxing superstar for, for a very long time. And he's going to... Con- continue to keep that mantelpiece but I'm not going to solely focus on Canelo because it isn't the Canelo show there's two sides to this fight Dimitri Bivol 19-0 11 knockouts the light heavyweight from Russia he's looking to make a statement by beating Sal Canelo Alvarez inflicting that only second defeat on Alvarez's record but he's got a bit of a mountainous task in my opinion I honestly think Canelo Alvarez can move between middleweight and light heavyweight so easily that you know, that skill and ability, it stays with him. The punching power seems to stay with him wherever he goes. And he seems to be able to grind his opponents down, systematically break them down. But Bivol has had a really good last four years for me. I think the last four years have been where I've seen him step up in levels and step up and fight the best fighters in the division, barring Baturbiev, of course, and obviously Kovalev. But, you know, he's fought the likes of Sullivan Barrera, Isaac Chalemba, Jean Pascal, Joe Smith Jr. We've got to remember Joe Smith Jr. currently holds the WBO version of the title, which was who I was talking about a little bit earlier. I was getting mixed up with. He's actually fighting Baturbiev in June. Joe Smith Jr. and Baturbiev fight for that WBO title in June this year. So he's had these great fights. He came over to the UK, of course, at the Manchester Arena last year, and he fought Craig Richards in what was a a pretty decent fight. But the biggest issue I have with Bivol is what you said at the top of the show. He switches off. He seems to switch off in fights. He can't switch off against Canelo. We know he can't switch off against him. But I just can't see him switching off in in a fight of this magnitude. I think when he gets a fight of this magnitude, he seems to step up his gears. But he's not just fighting somebody who he could go on and potentially beat. He's fighting a guy who who really is boxing superstar at the moment and a guy that seemingly looks like he might not take another career defeat. And it's a big statement to make. How does Dimitri Bivol then, Johnston, how does Bivol beat Alvarez? How does he do it? 
Well, when you look at, for me, the two defeats on Canelo's record, uh, the one against Mayweather, which I I felt that it, it's a different Canelo. To the Canelo we see today is not the Canelo that fought Mayweather, but Mayweather, he outclassed him, he outschooled him, and and Canelo was a it was it was a lot greener, let's just say, and he isn't the Canelo as I've just said we see today. The only other guy. Golovkin and I know it was um, the, de- the decision was a draw and it goes down in history as a draw for me Golovkin won that fight and how did he win that fight he won won that fight by going toe-to-toe with him um, it was a, it was a terrific fight there first a call it was it had everything it was it, you know they they they've barely battered an eyelid at, at times when they were hitting each other square when, and um, but for me won the exchanges he pushed Canelo back more than their second fight and I think if you're gonna go you just gotta go fire with fire with Canelo and you've got to try and push him back Canelo is strong coming forward him being pushed back um not many no one really ever does it and actually I think the biggest problem that anyone that Canelo ever faced for it I think that's the biggest problem I felt that Callum Smith would be the guy to potentially try to do that and I think he shit himself. And I think uh, Billy Joe, he almost tried to follow the blueprint of Mayweather, but by being elusive, if you like. And he did have some success in a round or two, but in the end, he will get through to you. So for me, he's going to be the type of guy to be fighting on the back foot. I think he's going to be looking to put the pressure on. And he's got to have the bollocks to do that and not fear getting hurt. The one thing I think with Bivol is since the this, this Smith Jr. win, he got hurt by Smith Jr. And it's the first time I'd ever seen Bivol get hurt. And he sort of went in within himself. And I think the case for the fights further on down the line where he hasn't got as many knockouts, he's like he doesn't want to press the action. And I think that could be a hindrance. We need He needs to pull on those reserves before that Smith Jr. fight. And he needs to try and, as I say, take the fight just to Canelo. I think that's the only way he wins. And because he is, he, he's got to be naturally bigger, you know, in terms of his height and quality. Because Canelo is a smaller guy. He fills out really well. The danger is Canelo, when he does let go of his hands... They're very hurtful and spiteful. And as you said, Sean, no matter what division he's in, whether he's in the middleweight, the super middleweight, or the light heavyweight division, that para- that carried on. And it's more to do with his timing. And, and no one really can see where they're coming from, which what they're the dangerous ones. So, yeah, if, if, if Bivol's too robotic, I think he's going to be in serious trouble. Well, if you look at his record, up until, up until the Isaac Chalemba fight, he'd knocked out his previous five opponents he was on a really good run until he fought Isaac Chalemba and then from there on out every victory has been on points over 12 rounds he's not stopped an opponent since and that's in four years so if he's going to go go toe-to-toe with somebody now's the time to bloody do it because he's got a guy in front of him he's got a guy in front of him who knows how to win convincingly over 12 rounds and I know this there's a whole theory about Las Vegas and you know, it being in Canelo's sort of new home now. So, Bivol's going to Las Vegas. To me, he's already two rounds down before he gets in the bloody ring. So, for me, <laughs> yep. he needs to he needs to put the pressure on and he needs to try and use his size advantage and he needs to try and use his 
power to push Canelo back and not let Canelo work and make Canelo fight on the back foot. If he doesn't do that in this fight, then Canelo is going to use his lateral movement. He's going to come on the inside. He's going to throw them vicious uppercuts. He's going to work to the body. He's going to try and slow down Bivol. And systematically, you could break him down and stop him later on in the fight if, if that's how Canelo comes into this fight, as he normally does with most of his fights. But going back to Bivol, he's got to put pressure on. He's got to make his size work for him. You said Callum Smith was the one that had that massive size advantage and should have used it to his advantage, and he didn't. And you said he shit himself. He kind of froze on the big stage, and <laughs> I kind of felt like you're right. I kind of felt like he did a little bit. He froze on the big stage, Callum. And, you know, that was the opportune moment for someone much bigger than him to, to put that pressure on and really show Canelo that weight classes mean something. But at the moment, nobody's done that. Nobody's shown Canelo that weight classes mean something. And it's going to be down to a certain individual to do it. I'm just not sure Bivol's that man. I think Peturbiev might be that man, but I don't think Bivol is. And I think Bivol's going to have a really tough night on his hands against Alvarez. I think when you're looking at Alvarez and, and, and sort of keys to victory for him... He doesn't need to fight any differently than what he always does. You know, he, he's, he's, his tactics are always pretty much spot on. He's going to systematically break down his fighters and he's going to use a different array of techniques to do it. And it, quite interestingly, I seen a video only a few days ago about Canelo that someone had done and how he'd actually stole certain movements from certain fighters of years gone by. There's this sort of theory going around that Canelo Alvarez steals all his moves from black fighters. And when this person put this video together, you actually seen like the likes of Mayweather. Uh, I think there's the likes of Arislandi Lara on there, and there's a couple of other fighters on there that that use certain movements within the ring and certain techniques to to evade punches and and get on the inside and 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 throw these shots from different angles. And it was quite scary. I'm going to have to find it and, and, and obviously share it on our social media accounts for everybody. Well, because when you've seen it, you'll kind of understand what I mean. And if you've already seen it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I think it's an observation people have made before about Canelo. And if he fights like that, then I think, for me, he's going to go into this fight and he's going to systematically break Bivol down. The question is whether he's going to be able to stop him late on. I think a lot of people feel... Alvarez is going to stop Bivol late on. Every tweet I've seen, every Facebook post I've seen, seems to indicate that the the money seems to be with Sol Canelo Alvarez rounds 9 to 12. That seems to be the, the, the money rounds to bet on if you're looking at betting this weekend. So, I mean, for me, I'm not sure if he'll stop him. Uh, in terms of a prediction for the fight, I think it's quite obvious where I'm going to go with this, given what I'm saying. It's, it's a Canelo Alvarez win for me. I think it'll be points. I'm not sure if he'll he'll stop him, but then again, this again, this is this is bloody Canelo. I didn't think he'd stop Kovalev, and he did. He broke him down, he hurt him, and he stopped him. So it's not out of the realms of possibility. I think it's a points victory for Canelo, but I wouldn't be surprised at all to see him stop Bivol later on in the fight. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I think the body is going to be the target, isn't it? I mean, he does hold his hands quite high, Bivol. So I think that the 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 target is the body, like left up to the body. Um, Canelo's got. I think he's going to be very patient with Bivol. You might even see Bivol um, take the earliest rounds. But saying that, you know, the judges out there, it is inevitable that they, they do side with Canelo. He, if the fact of the matter is, for Bivol to win this, he needs to just attack him. I, I'll be honest with you, like outwork him, throw more punches, be in and out. Don't allow 
find the space and the timing to land on you and, and try to outwork him. He needs to win what? And if any swing eight rounds, Bivol, and let's be honest, is Bivol going to win eight rounds in Vegas against Canelo? And the answer to that is a big, strong no. I cannot see that happening. But, you know, you never know. If a point gets taken away or there's a cut, you know, there are elements that could... Canelo will be paid. One thing I've, I have to say with him is he's, he is very patient and he his, his shot selection is, is impressive. They stole it from certain other fighters. I, I don't. I wouldn't say he stole it. I'd say that he's more taking in what he's witnessing and in abilities. I, I don't wrong with that. If you're going to look at another fighter and you're going to maybe use certain aspects of them. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, Joe Gans was the master of it, wasn't he? You know, analyzing certain fighters and then incorporating it into his own. If Canelo's doing that, then it's working for him. And um, yeah, I, I don't see him stopping Bivol because I think Bivol's got a little bit more, maybe because he's a bit bigger and, uh, you know, Eastern Russian type of fighter, they are strong. Um, I don't mean to just sort of tarnish Russian fighters as just this strong massive you know can't knock me down kind of thing i mean we've seen Peterbiev go down we see that canelo knocked out uh kovalev but i just feel that bivol is strong enough to last even with the body shots i think he's smart enough he's cute bivol he's he's, a, he's he's smarter than most people think it's just will he be in that level of concentration for 12 rounds i don't think he will and i think that's where canelo will take over and i think canelo will eventually have him in a bit of spot above her, but eventually he will come away with a points uh, win by a landslide. Probably be a few rounds in there where people are like, nah, can everyone won that? Bivol won this round and might be a little bit close wide. And I do think Canelo eventually does win the fight. So there you go. There's the, our predictions. Canelo on points, I think, wins this fight. That's how we see it going down. But again, I must stress, like, you can't not put a KO potential in this fight because we've seen what Canelo's done to previous fighters and it, it kind of feels a little bit like as, I, as I'm talking I feel a little bit like I'm maybe blowing a bit too much smoke up his ass but 
I mean, I've got reason to. I think I think many of us have got reason to to blow that smoke because time and time again, he's proven himself. You know, in 2019, he beat Kovalev in the light heavyweight division. And that was that was a statement. That was a statement and a half. That's when he won the WBO light heavyweight title. He knocked him out in 11 rounds. He drops back down to 168, beats Callum Smith, beats Billy Joe Saunders, beats Caleb Plant, you know, the three other best fighters in the division at that time. People are screaming for the Benavides fight. There was talk of him fighting Alunga Maccabi up at Cruiserweight only a few months ago. That was a fight that wasn't out of the realms of possibility. Probably still isn't. But for me personally, seeing him around middleweight, seeing him around super middleweight and light heavyweight seems to be the limits for me. I can't see the limits being any more than that. I think if he wins this fight against Dimitri Bivol, I think he moves back down. He fights Golovkin in that third fight at super middleweight. I think that happens. I think he defends his, his undisputed crown against Gennady Golovkin. And I think then maybe he moves back up and maybe looks at the Baturbia fight again. It's just, I think that's kind of where he's going at the moment. I can't honestly see him moving back down to middleweight anytime soon. I don't think he... I don't think he's going to move down to middleweight. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he did, but I genuinely can't see it. I think super middleweight and light heavyweight is is where he's going to stay at now. And maybe you will dabble in cruiserweight. Maybe in a year or two, that cruiserweight fight might actually happen as he's naturally getting older and naturally maybe struggling to make the weight a little bit more at 168. Maybe he will naturally have to take a a step up to make history even more. Because as it stands now, he's a four-weight world champion winning the titles that he's won. So to go on to potentially win a fifth is even more history-making. And as it stands, like I don't think many people feel he's far off being the greatest Mexican fighter of all time. I think people feel he's maybe already surpassed Julio Cesar Chavez as uh, that mantelpiece. I think if he was to, again, win the light heavyweight title against Bivol, and God, if he goes up to Cruiserweight and wins a title there, even if it is against the weaker champion, if you don't have him as the greatest Mexican fighter of all time after that, then... I don't think many of you know much about this particular sport that you're watching because <laughs> that guy would be a five-weight world champion in, in the high-weight classes of, of boxing. So, yeah, I, I think we've got every right to blow a bit of smoke up his ass. I think Bivol's in for a, a, a bit of a task here on Saturday night, early hours of Sunday morning. And I'm not completely writing the guy off because he's a talented fighter. I just think if if, if he switches off at any point in this fight, Canelo is going to capitalise on it. If he doesn't put enough pressure on Canelo, Canelo's going to use his footwork, he's going to use his movement, and he's going to out-hustle him all the way through the fight. If Demetri Bivol comes in with a different game plan, actually fights fire with fire, maybe, just maybe, we'll see a different contest. But as it stands for me, I'm still sort of solidified in in the fact that I think Alvarez is a one of a kind fighter, and I think he beats Bivol, and I think maybe then he looks at moving down and fighting Golovkin because there's been a, a deal agreed, as we talked about when Golovkin beat Murata a few weeks ago. We mentioned that there there has been a deal that's been signed for these two to fight again, so it looks like we will get that rubber match. So let's just see what Saturday night, Sunday morning brings for us first, but. It's a great fight. It is really a great fight for boxing. And you can't argue with Canelo's determination to want to completely be the best in the sport by fighting the best in the sport. And that's, that's the other thing we can say about him as well. But the card itself, Johnston, going back 
to the, the main card, there was only one other fight, like I said at the top of the show, I wanted to see, and that was Zang versus Hergovic in the IBF Eliminator. That's now not happening, so I'm, I'm pretty disappointed that, that we're not going to get to see that. I am delighted to see Mark Castro on the undercard, who's looking to move to 7-0. and Obviously, we our claim to fame with Castro is that he's been in our Ones to Watch show about two years ago, so I'm kind of glad that he's, he's getting on these Canelo shows, and as time goes on, I think he'll be moving further up the card, and you know, it's kind of a nice feeling to know that he's been on our show and seeing him where he's going in his career I think he's going to be a potential superstar for this sport and, and, and I've always said that and then you've got other undefeated fighters Alexis Espino on there Shakram uh, Glasiev who's 12-0 fighting for the vacant IBF North American welterweight title also on this card and then of course whoever they bring in to fight Zhang in the heavyweight division that fight is is, is going to happen this weekend um, but that's that's the card main that's the main card this week so there isn't a lot of fights that I can sit here and say I'm going to really want to be tuning into per se. I'll probably look to catch the highlights of the undercard afterwards, but I'm just more excited about the main fight this weekend. It's, it's, it's a great fight for the sport and I'm genuinely excited to see how it plays out, but... I'm still solidified in my pick, Johnson. I feel I still think Alvarez wins this. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I mean, I, there is a case for Bivol. People have put a case for, for Bivol where... He has, um, he's got a lot of ability, you know, he can, he could potentially push Sol back, Canelo Alvarez back. If he could do that for massive parts and huge moments, more than half the fight, which no one else has ever done apart from Gennady Golovkin, and even Golovkin struggled to do it at times to really push the other guy back. Um, I just can't see any other alternative but Canelo winning this fight. And there is, obviously you are so right, Sean, Canelo has absolutely got the power to get rid of Bivol, I do feel that, you know, the left, the, definitely the body, um, one over the top, the right and over the top, there's shots there that could potentially be the the winning shots, the uppercuts even. Uh, as Bivol throws his jab, he does leave himself slightly open, but he's active and he's got a good selection of shots himself. It's just, does he have that power and that strength to really push Canelo back and put him on his heels and sustain that pressure? Even if he does have slight success in those exchanges, I do believe that he backs off. And I think that will be to his detriment in terms of how the fight gets judged. So I can't see Bivol winning this fight unless he pulls out an amazing performance out of the bag. I mean, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. He is the slightly bigger guy. He is bigger guy. And, you know, if he can really use that, then possibly, who knows, he could get the victory and it would be a shock i mean it wouldn't be a massive shock if canelo did lose his fight but it would be a shock because um you know he is moving into light heavyweight division and it is considering how small he is he's tiny i mean when you look at the size difference between canelo and callum smith it looked crazy didn't it It looked just like yep. i mean it was just strange to see so i don't think he's going to be it's not going to be as you know the, the height difference isn't as big but and obviously bivol could quite easily probably pull himself down to super middleweight so it's not going to be a huge difference but he's fought with a lot heavyweight division for all of his career pretty much and he's you know and he's a world champion he's he's took on pretty much all comers all comers i think the one thing with canelo just going back to canelo after this fight i mean a lot of people knocking him sean i mean we we don't tend to i mean the, the one knock i have of him is obviously the drugs thing and the fact that i feel like he gets certain decisions especially the golovkin fight when he probably shouldn't have you know putting those two to the side canelo is is an absolute pan for pan star and and he will be he will go down as one of the best greatest of all time especially in mexican fighters but the one thing people keep knocking at is he hasn't fought andre he hasn't fought benavides so i would like him to take them two up 
them two on just to shut them up because I honestly believe that he beats the pair of them. I don't think they're any better than Joe Saunders or or Callum Smith or Plant. I think there's not really much difference. People seem to have this opinion of Andre and opinion of Benavides that they are a lot better than those guys and they sort of believe that he's cherry picking and I would like Canelo to shut those guys up I've, and I'd love him to drop back Dan defend those titles obviously he's going to fight Golovkin but maybe next year take on Benavides take on Andrade and just shut up anyone that even wants to suggest that he is an elite and he's cherry picking because I honest, I think there was a time there was a time I think he took his time with Golovkin for instance he really didn't want to go near Golovkin when Golovkin was absolutely flying smashing people for fun and he took him about 18 months to take that fight and he was smart with it, I suppose, because I think if he'd have took him then, I think Golovkin would have won and beaten soundly. So he does do that. He will take his time to make his decisions. But when he, he does have the bollocks to step in there and beat him and beat him comprehensively. So for anyone that wants to doubt Canelo, you know, honestly, I think you're wrong. I think he will prove himself once again to those doubters. And that, again, is another way to end the show. A great way to talk about Canelo Alvarez and the future and, and obviously this fight in general. I've thoroughly enjoyed talking about it. It is the only major fight this weekend, so it is a shorter than usual episode. But I hope we've been able to cram into this episode our thoughts, feelings, opinions, predictions on the Canelo versus Bivol fight this weekend. If you've got your predictions, you want to talk about this fight with us, you can do that at BTR Boxing Pod on Twitter or on Facebook or on Instagram, on YouTube, BTR Boxing Podcast Network. If you've not already subscribed to us on any of the platforms available, please do that and leave us a rating, especially on Apple. The ratings do matter. If you've not checked out our Patreon membership service, please do go and check out that on patreon.com forward slash BTR Boxing Podcast Network. If you've not checked it out, what you will miss is the fact that we put our episodes on there, which we don't release to the general public. We give you early access to our series-based content and most definitely get rid of them ads as well. I'm annoying ads throughout the course of the episodes now that we have in there. You can get rid of them and you can have a look at the membership tiers on there and by supporting us, you're supporting the dream of us continuing to put out all this great content across the whole of the network. If you're looking to tune in for fights this weekend, the main card is on the zone or you can go and check out our friends over at Daz TV on Twitter for all their available services to catch all the action this coming weekend. That's it, fight fans, for the Big Fight Preview. Myself and Johnston, well, we're picking Canelo by points or possibly even a stoppage. Let us know what you think about it and enjoy the fights this weekend. We'll see you next time. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.